0: The following podcast has been rated PG. You've been warned. Welcome to the second greatest DC Legends podcast in human history. Well, okay, maybe third. Well stick around because we're gonna have some fun. You know me, I am the Hate Me. And along with my crew, we will talk DCL and everything in between. Ladies and gentlemen, this is WRL Afterbirth. Alright, and before we get started on the episode, I wanted to do our drum roll please for the winner of the Hawk and Dove graphic novel. And it looks like the 21st comment is the winner. Congratulations, and that person is let's scroll down, count through, 21. It is Ravid, who I recognize that name. I think it's the same person I see in-game all the time. All right, Ravid411, be sure to reach out to me and send me an address to mail this to, and you are the winner. Congratulations, and we plan to do this on a more regular basis. Welcome to WRL broadcast. I am Hate Mail. With me today we have Biff by Adam West. Are you gonna say hi?
1: Hello. How's everyone doing? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and we have SPO, who also goes by the surname Sexpio.
2: You weren't supposed to say that. Good day. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> We
0: decided to start doing so a. <laughs> we decided to start doing a mid-month review type thing where we just kind of go through the characters because we've been doing a little bit different recording schedule. It's hard to do all the individual reworks and new characters separately, so we decided to do it a little, little differently. So we'll kind of we'll quickly gloss over. If you listen to Atlantis After Dark, and if you don't, I highly suggest it because it's hilarious. Me and Biff just. Finished recording with them. Their Sunday episode, which will be out a few days before this one, and we talked about the nightmare event. So won't go into it much, except say I'm a huge fan. Loved it. Thought it was really fun. I hope they keep doing it. Beth, uh, you have a quick comment, and then we'll turn it over to SBO on that one.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just it's been some time since I I, I lost a uh, PVE node. Um, so it was refreshing. It made you think. It made you get together with your alliance. It made you, you know. But it wasn't you know impossible once you saw when she talked through it.
0: And what did you think of it, espio What what gear Is this level this do you espio the uh, nightmare challenge? Yeah, what gear level do you usually play at? You you're a gear eleven player, right?
2: Uh, uh you ruined one of my uh, jokes for later, but yeah, I'm a gear eleven player. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, yeah. I, I did the whole thing with one team. It was Lex, Alman, Artemis, Black Flash. Well, that works pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, anytime there was an Azrael, um, I could use Lex, Black Flash, and Alman. They all have twos that don't deal damage, so I could stall until Artemis could get a turn and stun him. And by the time Harley shows up, like, halfway through a round, like, way, even if she enrages everyone, they've all got a billion hit chance up, so it doesn't matter. She just gets destroyed.
0: Yeah, it was a I, I thought it was a fun event. Um I'm I'm looking forward to what they do with it in the future. They definitely went the right direction, is all I will say, and if you aren't a high level gear player and you're frustrated by the event you know it can be something you work towards and I most low level players that are lower gear level they tend to not care as much about rebirth crystals so that's towards the end of the event so you can you can avoid not having to finish the whole thing at least the blue crystals are uh, the blue uh, hope rings are towards the beginning
2: yeah I just did it for fun for the challenge um the the rewards are honestly kind of irrelevant to me (laughs) yeah Oh, well, I always want Rebirth Crystals, so... I have, like, over a hundred. I'll never use all of them.
0: (laughs) And so, let's move on
1: to the... Another one of those.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to the the new characters. And, Biff, I wanted to get your take on Dove, even though we just had an episode about Hawk and Dove, but I definitely want to hear your thoughts since you love the Evasions.
1: Yeah, so I've made a commitment recently to go 100% evasions, um, no matter what the Metacomp on the other side. So I've gotten a chance to use her a lot over the last few weeks. Um, Very good evasion char. Uh, My only issue with her is figuring out where her place is. Um, Because, you know, I run a tremendous amount of Batgirl lead. Um, I try to do all three affinities and all my evasion comps and it's really hard to justify uh sitting down either Harley Quinn or, or Cassie <laughs> uh for Dove. I, I like Dove a lot. Part of the challenge with her, a lot of her best attributes are one turn, um which makes it difficult. She's she to me is kind of the opposite of Cassie. Um Cassie is very good at the beginning of a fight, uh, whereas Dove is very good if the if the match plays itself out into a longer fight because she gets that to that point where she's unbeatable, you know, uh, near the end as she keeps stacking and stacking and stacking evasions, kind of like how Cassie does it on the front end. So I, you know, she helps out Impulse a lot. I've been running a lot of Batgirl, Eclipso, Impulse, and Dove. That's one of my favorite uh, comps, also uh, having some fun with Siren as well, dusting her off uh, because once she gives her some evasions and siren gets people bleeding, um, she can get going too. And so we all know siren, not part of the current meta, but is a bear if she gets going.
2: Yeah, and we also know that siren is incapable of evading with uh, any less than approximately 20 evasion up. so Dove should help. Um, I would say on Dove, she she does seem very, very strong. Um, I agree that it's kind of difficult to bring her over Cassie. Um, but at the same time, she's kind of worse uh, than Cassie to deal with, I mean. Um, because the thing is with Cassie is you can wait and eventually her invis will fall off and she'll stop gaining invasions. But Dove, you just, unless you can hit her, she's just going to keep gaining them with counter-attacks. So... Yeah, she, she can just go on forever. Um, do you have any thoughts on uh, Hawk? I, I wish I had more to say on Dove, but I, uh, I'm i still in the process of gearing her. She does seem very promising so far, though.
1: So you're asking me on Hawk? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I haven't even looked at Hawk, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> since I've been going, like, to 100% evasions of late, you know, that my focus was really on, on getting Dove going, you know, um, I looked at his kit briefly, and and you know I think I have him L one right now, uh, but really haven't pl- I haven't played one match with him, quite frankly.
2: Right, yeah, he looks um he looks really interesting to me. Uh, I have a feeling that he's going to be too slow to be particularly viable in um endgame PVP, but uh, he looks like a lot of fun, and I also think he's going to be very very valuable in the raid. Uh, reason being, um, he applies agility downs, buff immunity, turn meter down, and stuns. He has, uh, one of his moves is a guaranteed stun, I think it's two, don't quote me on that, and he has like an 80% chance, when fully ringed out, to stun a random enemy at the end of his turn. So, if you're playing against a raid boss where there's only one enemy and that's the boss, and every time Hawk takes a turn there's an 80% chance they're gonna get stunned, and he's just putting tons of turn meter down and agility downs on them, he's gonna be like Riddler but on crack, basically and with a uh, five times damage multiplier, so I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, we're uh, still waiting on hate mail to return. But, uh, oh, can did we, we lose him? Talk about Beetle. Yeah, he said he had to uh, step away for a few minutes. Oh, okay. Well then, we
1: are uh, taking over WROL broadcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, this is my show now. I um, I did arrange to have hate mail assassinated. You weren't supposed to find out until afterwards, but what can I do? Okay, uh, I'll, I'll allow you to start on Beetle, because I have quite the rant prepared. I had to actually set down bullet points because I rambled so much that I needed to make sure I didn't do that, otherwise I wouldn't stop talking for approximately 30 minutes. Off you go.
1: Okay, well I am going to let you rant, and I can tell you why. So I, um, I have pretty much the entire roster, L4 to RB5, uh, maxed G11. I have 15 characters. Um, that are level 60, gear 10, that are just for my up, up, and away, (laughs) Um, slowly over a course of time. And Blue Beetle is one of those for me. Uh, I just wasn't as impressed with his rework on paper as, you know, to to bring him up. Um, So I I default to you on the Blue Beetle discussion.
2: Oh, boy. Okay, well, um, you see, funny thing about that is that uh, I also have him at gear 10. And this is the part where I'm supposed to say, oh, I can't really comment for any game. I only have him at gear 10. And he goes, I thought you were a gear 11 player. And I go, you don't need to know that. So. <laughs> let's, I start yeah, let's start Sorry. with his original kit. We, we, need, we need a history lesson. We need to understand where this uh, modern day tragedy began. So originally, <laughs> he was uh, an anti-shield character. That was his niche. He was against shields. And... Uh, One of the biggest things about his gear set is that he has an incredibly high crit value, but an incredibly low crit chance. And his two used to give him strength ups and crit chance ups. So, back in the day, um, he came out something like, I think it was five months or so, after... Four or five months after Arcus. Uh, And obviously the game is still pretty new, so you had a lot of people um, using Hal as their leader, because he was one of the starting characters. So, you have a lot of Hal and Arcus teams, and anytime they do anything, Beetle has a pretty solid chance to start gaining strength and crit chance ups, and then he does his AoE, and he obliterates everyone. He, he was good. I honestly think he was good. He, I, I would have put him in, like, a B tier back then. Um, you, you had to think twice about bringing in shielders against him, which is what he's supposed to do, right? As a niche counter, you're supposed to think twice about bringing in that niche. Now, what they did in his first rework, is they took away those crit chance ups on his two and they gave him agility ups instead, uh, which do nothing because he will still die if you sneeze on him. He has No health, no defense, no nothing. He, he is a completely just useless sack of... Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> what happened with the new rework? Okay, Okay, so all they had to do, all they had to do to make him good, okay, is give him a stat boost, and bring back the crit chance ups on his two, and he would have been, like, okay, like, decent, like, C tier at worst. Or
0: change his gear set. That's that's honestly all they needed.
2: I, I honestly kind of like the gear set he has at the minute because of the fact that it gives him that insanely jacked crit value, um, but yeah, potentially, that could help, um... So what did they do instead? Well, you'll be delighted to hear that they did none of that. So, uh, to begin with, uh, it, it's it's terrible character design lore-wise. So something that I, I like about this game is that, generally speaking, a character's abilities uh, matches their abilities in the comics and their personality. But th- this just makes zero sense. Because Beetle is, I guess, he has a suit of armor that can adapt to situations, so it sort of makes sense that he should be able to counter multiple things. Um... Kind of like Vixen, but that—that's if they were trying to make him like Vixen. First of all, why would you try to make Vixen but worse? And second, no, that's not what they did. Um, <laughs> so, where did they—where did they take him? Where did they take him? His kit does not match his character at all. Uh, if you have ever watched *The Brave and the Bold* show or played *Injustice 2*. Uh, you will know that the character Jaime Reyes, uh is absolutely—he—he—he he, he is a small boy. He is an innocent, sweet child. Uh, he is probably the superhero most likely to faint at the sight of blood. So the idea of him fueling himself off ally deaths is one of the most hilarious things I think <laughs> I've ever seen thrown to into a <laughs> Like, I'm—I'm I'm sorry. I—I feel like if um if an ally dies, he should just have a zero turn doom applied to him. He just faints. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: That would be hilarious. <laughs> you know, they can oh, make him super powerful. That that would be actually kind of fun if you had a character that was that, really powerful. That would powerful. be pretty funny, yeah. Like, he's almost OP, but then if soon as you lose a teammate, then they instantly die or becomes super ineffective.
1: They, they, they can call it faint at the sight of death.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... So... If they're going to uh, essentially take a hatchet to the bloodied corpse of Blue Beetle with this rework, uh, what's the point of that? What's the point of making him make no sense? Uh, He must do something good, right? No, he does nothing good. So, he can't enable himself. As I said, uh, he fuels himself off allied deaths, and what I mean by that is he gains some shield, and if you care enough to put a legendary point into it, which I don't see why you would, as you kind of never want your allies to die, Um, He will also gain some speed-ups, which do nothing for him. They give nothing to his kit, they just make him slightly faster so that he can take more turns where he does nothing. Um, So, why would you want him shielded, you ask? Well, uh, his basic attack, which actually deals decent damage if it crits, although good luck making it crit because, as I said, he can't enable his own crits anymore. They took it out with his first rework and they didn't add it back in this one. Uh, His basic attack will strike twice if he is shielded. Um, So unless you have someone else there to shield him, the only way he can gain shield is if you throw his teammates under the bus, so that he can get slightly harder for a couple of turns. Um, Now, loading up DCL toolkit real quick so I can refresh myself on his kit. Um, I I would strongly recommend anyone listening to this to uh, not go and read it yourself. Um, It's quite a painful experience. The main thing that he is designed to counter now is speed-ups, I think. Uh, It's complicated. So, whenever an enemy gains any speed-ups, Blue Beetle has a 75% chance to gain 15% turn meter and 15% shield. Okay, so that's another way he can in fact gain shield if enemies gain speed-ups. Does anyone see a problem with this? Uh, Most of the characters that use speed-ups don't gain them actively. You could say maybe he's designed to counter Black Flash, but Black Flash will only actively gain a speed up and remember passes well, I, passes I think he was if Black des- Flash
0: uses his basic. I think he was designed to counter um, Ocean Master, who's definitely a major problem in the meta right now. I
2: I <laughs> am going to hurt you. I had that in my notes to mention that we finally have an Orm counter. <laughs> Thank you. God. <laughs> Okay, so 75% chance to use his 2, which, uh, again, gives him strength and agility ups and some turn meter when this is triggered. So, um, now, this would be okay if he was designed to counter, like, speedsters, I guess? Because, you know, you've got Barry going off and he's going off at light speed and it means that Beetle gains enough turn meter to intercept him and he's got all of these buffs and he stopped Barry in his tracks. I don't understand why you change him to that from an anti-shielder when the anti-shield niche was perfectly fine. And honestly, when you consider the fact that we have Hal, Arkis and now Azrael and Artemis in the meta, that's, that would be useful. You can't deny that that would be useful. But no, they got rid of that. Um, so his AoE um, deals damage to enemies and will purge all immunities and awareness from all the enemies if you put a legendary point into it, which is decent unironically this is quite possibly the only thing that he's good for the yeah. problem is while he is mildly fast i don't think he's fast enough to really use this at the start of a match um to take out tons of awareness awareness and immunities before the rest of your team goes so i really don't understand what the point of this is unless you give him like red robin true sight or something which is just silly at that point uh, he will also purge three buffs, yes, three whole buffs, to a single target if they have a mystical affinity. Um, and no, that's, that's not purging three buffs to mystic enemies. No, it's specifically the one you select, and only if they have an affinity can you purge. And I cannot stress this enough, three whole buffs. So, uh, you might think, wait, mystical affinity? Making a mystic an anti-mystic? That's kind of weird. Uh, Yeah, it is. Um, His basic attack also deals 80% additional damage if the target has a mystical affinity. So his niche has gone from anti-shield, which would be broad and useful, to anti-speed-up, but specifically only when enemies actively gain speed-ups because passives can't trigger passives, which is essentially useless and anti-mystic, which is a niche so broad that it isn't a niche, and is in fact used <laughs> by approximately a third of the roster of this game. Yes, every single physical character feels the anti-mystic niche, and I you can't see when I'm doing air quotes right now. So, <laughs> he's essentially designed to counter Orm. We have an Orm hard counter, and, um, I don't know why, and he doesn't even do that well. Uh, th- this... This feels like a joke. Um, I am genuinely wondering who uh, on the dev team despises Beetle has has such a fiery rage inside their heart for this character to the point where every time they see him, their blood boils over to the temperature of the average furnace on the planet Esmald. I, I cannot I cannot comprehend what was going through the developers' heads when they looked at this and went, "Yeah, this is good. This this kid will work. This will do things." I I'm I'm sorry, I've been ranting, but I'm I'm just in complete disbelief. Now, I could say, you know, oh, this is this is terrible. This is completely unacceptable. How are they still designing kits this bad, this late? But I actually think it might be deliberate. Like this, it it's funny. It's funny. I'm laughing. He's one of my favorite characters. I should be upset, and I'm laughing. <laughs> and I don't know what to tell you other than that.
0: He's. And after listening to you, I was debating whether I was going to continue to vote him trash here or maybe bump him to a C.
2: Oh, back but, the truck up, baby!
0: But I, uh, <laughs> I think Just the truck does need to be, it needs to be backed up because it is, it it's every time I use him, I'm like, wow, he's so bad, he's so bad. In <laughs> in Siege, he has a little bit of use because none of the bonus tunes AOE purge except him, so it kind of gave him this false he might be okay, feeling. Right. But then. He doesn't kill anyone, doesn't do any damage, even against Mystics. Which I like the yeah. I, The concept of a character that does just as much damage to a green as they would a blue... I don't mind. Like that's that's a, not a terrible idea. Except I feel like he, he deals
2: less damage to greens though, and he doesn't even deal damage to blue.
0: Right, and that <laughs> and, that's a
2: problem unless if... he crits. At which point it's okay damage, but he can't enable himself. This is this is the biggest problem with his kit. He needs shields and crit chance ups, but and he can't give himself any of those things unless an enemy actively gains a speed up. Or an ally dies, and even then, he can only give himself shields. He still cannot guarantee his own crits.
0: But even if you you run him with Steppenwolf and Alman, his damage for having a million crit ups still isn't that exciting. I mean, it's okay; like you can kill people, but it's not—it's not any more than an average, above-average damage dealer.
1: No, I had him. I had him wipe out my Arcus once. It was the first time I faced him, and I was like, "Wow, this character might be might not be half bad." And cause it's just because I saw that one crit hit, yeah. But now, but now I'm glad that he is still one of my 15 gear a day G10 tunes, and I did not take him up <laughs> after hearing that.
2: Just, aye, 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 Um, I mean, Miss Martian uh, applies shields to allies on their at the start of their turn, and extra shields to Titan allies. I believe he qualifies as a Titan. Yeah, he does. So if you pair him with Miss Martian, um, he can at least start double tapping people, but um, it's still only going to be a double love tap, you know? So I, I just, I really don't see a point. Um, uh, potentially, if you have an enemy team that is somehow going to start the match with, like, ten awarenesses and debuff immunity, maybe, but it's really not going to do much. Um, now, something that annoys me personally when people uh, complain about things in games is when they just say stuff is bad, but they don't give you uh, any kind of ideas on how they do it better or how they fix things. So, I want to run you through real quick, because I know I've been speaking a lot, just a rough idea of how I would attempt to fix Beetle. So the first thing I would do is I would completely reverse pretty much every single aspect of this rework, uh, other than the idea of making his uh, basic double tap. I like that, but I'd have to think about what would cause that to happen. Um, so I would refer, I would, um, sorry, return him to his anti-shield state. And uh, what I would propose is, you know how Bane can out-of-turn attack on any turn? Not any ally turn, not any enemy turn, any turn. Uh, What I would say is, so long as there is a shielded enemy, so long as any enemy has shield, he has, like, a 60% chance at the end of every single turn to buff. So, if you're using, like, Azrael, just by virtue of your Azrael existing, Beetle is ramping like crazy, Right from all the turns that your team or their team is taking. Uh, And I would make it so that at the end of every shielded enemy's turn, he passively uses his AoE. So he keeps ramping, and the moment you take a turn with a shielded character, he just obliterates you. And if you're playing as Azrael, you just had your debuff immunity passively uh, removed. I feel like that would really help him. Uh, And then if he made it so that his basic double tapped if the enemy was shielded, that would also help. So he can enable his own crits, And so long as enemies are shielded, he will keep ramping to uh, higher and higher (coughs) damage levels. Um, And I mean, like hypothetically, if an Arcus issued challenge, what would happen is they'd issue a challenge on someone. Then at the end of that turn, Beetle would probably buff, and then after that, he would be guaranteed to use his AOE, which would remove the uh, death immunity and debuff immunity from Arcus. So he'd be like a solid Arcus counter. You see how this character I'm describing would at least have like some place in the meta and potentially be like a B tier character, but. But no, they did this.
0: Well, it'd be super useful I, against asriel because it would purge his debuff immunity.
2: Yeah, passively. The only problem is, I mean, he'd still, in my mind, still be pretty squishy. You could potentially make it so that his 2 also gives him an awareness, but then you get into the, the idea of, well, how much is he supposed to protect himself from, like, literally everything, and how much should you still have to build around him a bit for protection? Um, I don't mind on that front. I, I wouldn't be opposed to his 2 giving him an awareness, for instance, um... So yeah, I could uh I could see it going either way, but you would at least think, ooh, do I want to bring shields here? Or if I do, I should probably take in like Shiva or something to take him out quick, right? Uh, He'd have a role. Unfortunately,
0: um, I think Beetle is pretty dead, because they don't see yeah. him getting reworked again for a long
2: time. Yeah, same. That's that's the saddest part. Well uh, this was th- this was the third, right? Uh no, this is the second rework. Second, pretty sure. okay. Pretty sure.
1: But I like your ideas, because anything that removes, you know, Azrael's uh, debuff immunity would be, be good for me.
2: Yeah. He'd also make you think twice about bringing in Artemis, because she crits like crazy, and every single time she crits, she shields her entire team. Which means that you're gonna have like an AOE going off every time you breathe. Actually, I don't know
0: if I like that because uh, I use a lot of these shielding characters. I'm just realizing so. <laughs> it's...
2: Yeah, yeah, but he'd he'd be a pain. You'd have to actually build around him and think. Um, I mean, th- which is why again I say potentially you know him uh, having like awareness on his two, for instance, might yeah. be a bit much. Um, I I understand that the kit I'm describing would be quite strong. I'm open to uh to feedback on this, but but you can see that. the the ideas I'm giving would at least be better than this. I I feel like there's a chance that in the year 2023, we're going to be in a meta where all of the top-tier characters are Mystic characters who actively gain speed-ups, and if you bring in a physical character against them, they get deleted. And by that, I don't mean that they get one-shot. I mean they get physically permanently deleted from your roster. And then we're going to go, oh, so this is what Beetle was for. But until that day, (laughs) back the truck up. I yield my my time. (laughs) Just don't make me speak anymore. I've done enough. (laughs) Did you guys
0: touch on... Uh, Deathstroke yet at all?
2: I uh, no, we haven't. Uh, not, Go ahead, please, I, someone I am, other than me speak.
0: I am unfortunately starting to get low on time, but um, I will say that Deathstroke is I'm at pleasantly surprised with him. He's I, he, when I first started playing with him, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, even after killing people, he doesn't really kill people. But his turn meter manipulation is surprisingly good. Yeah, yep.
2: yeah, it's his basic. That's that's what you bring him for, you know, to just keep taking turns and just keep basicing people.
0: And he's extremely good in siege for the fact that he's a red that you can bring even if there's a strong amount of greens because he won't he, he can hold his own he does
2: not die easily at all. Well, watch out if I mean if they bring in the uh, newly hit blue beetle, he might purge all of those awarenesses <laughs> with his AoE, and, th- and then you're then you're in deep trouble, my friend.
0: And you do kind of realize that silence is better than you give it credit for whenever you're...
2: Oh yeah, silence Silence is really solid. It also has the bonus of I don't think anyone benefits from being silenced. There are characters that benefit from being enraged, but no one really benefits from being silenced, which is kind of strange um, since silence actually gives the player more control so I'd, I'd rather have a Grundy that silences himself and deals more damage when silenced than enraged, because at least then I could choose, right? Yeah. I hit. But, um,
0: there's a, there's a but handful no one really benefits from it. I can't, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know there's there's a few characters that you prefer they didn't use their basic, but overall, I mean, you don't want Argus to use this too, you don't want yeah. um, Black Flash to use this or three. True. So. I mean, well, Dove, I mean Dove for opinion. example,
1: if she was silenced, she's that's what's going to ramp her up so it wouldn't yeah, be the worst thing in the world.
2: True. But what I mean is there's no one who, like, deals extra damage when silenced or can't miss nice. oh, when yeah. silenced, right. like, uh, you know, Grundy or Wonder Girl or whoever else. I'm surprised that doesn't exist yet. Yeah, it's kind of strange. I've never really thought about it. But yeah, so, um, silence is like enraged, but without uh, accidentally unleashing uh, Wonder Girl or Grundy or anyone else who uh, benefits from being enraged. Uh, Guy Gardner, God forbid.
0: <laughs> Biff, what do you think of, um... Deathstroke? I know you're mainly an invasion guy, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, I've just poked around with him, um, as you said, in Siege, um, as as really just a a character that can stay alive. Um, So I haven't paid too much attention, but I can tell you I haven't lost him in Siege. So, you know, from that perspective, he's been useful. Certainly um, a lot uh, more useful than um, what they made him after the incident. Um, from a, a little ways back.
0: Yeah, I think they, they they hit the nail on the head. They didn't make him up. He, they made him... If you like Deathstroke, you can easily run him. He's solid, yeah. solid character all the way around.
1: And I'm glad they took Leader away and, you know, gave him that flexibility, because it's so hard these days with, you know, to, to really justify that Leader spot with so many good ones.
0: Plus, he never yeah, struck me as a Leader anyway, just his lore.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Slade, like in the comics, he's a pretty good tactician and everything, but that is kind of bizarre. I feel like he does work best as a uh, one-man army type character. You just uh, bring along because you paid him, you know?
0: Yeah. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we wrap this up?
1: No, I'd say, you know, as as I said about Dove, um, good character, uh, just try to figure out where to get her fit in um, to your comps because there are just so many good red evasion characters, but uh, she definitely has her spot.
0: Final
2: words, SBO? Uh, yeah, it just occurred to me we never went over legendary order, and I think that's because the moment you take Beetle up to legendary, you've already lost. <laughs> However, if I had to give him one, I would say three, one, four, two, five. So that's all immunities and awareness purged with his AOE, then attack twice with his basic if he is shielded, then a chance to buff when an enemy gains speed ups. What uh, did you say? And uh... the agility ups, and then last is the speed ups when an ally dies because you don't want that to happen. Can
0: you repeat that for me? I'm going to update my leader. Three,
2: one, four, two, five.
0: That's my order. Okay. I'm going to put that, because I'm going to defer to your wisdom on him. <laughs> I'm going to put Espio's order.
2: All right. I would, I would hardly describe the uh, pure, unadulterated rant that you have had to bear witness to for the past 40 minutes as wisdom. Uh, <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> what you I
0: guess. Uh, <laughs> uh.
1: It's good to have passion.
0: Yes. Well, we definitely appreciate both of you coming on. Um, none of the other WRLers look like they could make it today, so appreciate you both coming the on worries. to do this mid-month. And um, that is it. We will go ahead and wrap it up there. Thank you all for listening.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Determined Lemon. Thank you for listening to this episode of WROL Broadcast. Please help us out by becoming a patron and getting access to special patron-only shows just go to patreon.com forward slash WROL broadcast. We also have DC face masks at our store. Please be sure to check them out. Shh, crikey, we don't want to spook him. We've spotted that rare and elusive DP0427.